Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, transforming the way people think and work so their organizations can thrive. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and with me today is Kyle Bryant. Kyle worked for a local CPA firm out of college focused mostly on audits, but eventually left to work with Access America Transport and the Lamppost Group. There, he discovered a passion for helping small businesses. Kyle felt like his career elevated quickly when he spent 18 months working on the Access America transportation sale to Coyote Logistics in 2014. This was the largest transaction in Chattanooga's history and gave him the experience and confidence to help many startups through fundraising and transaction process. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, Kyle Bryant. Thanks, Ed. Thanks for having me today. Well, first off, Kyle, why do you do what you do? Yeah, that's a great question uh, and one I'm constantly trying to refine. Um, I think my greatest passion that I've discovered in my career is helping people. I love to problem solve. I love to understand how things work. I love to help people understand what their businesses, how they're operating, how they can do things differently, how they can do things better. Uh, I'm just constantly asking questions. Well, let's talk a little bit about the effect that you've seen of the boomer generation retiring, specifically on the, those that you've been serving. Yeah, that is my most, uh, and something I'm extremely passionate about right now. It's as we look across the landscape of business, the small to mid-sized business ecosystem, there's this generational shift that seems to be going on. You know, you've got, uh, I think it's estimated billions of dollars are going to transfer from one generation to the next over the over the next several years. And so we are we're already seeing that. You know, I meet with clients on a pretty regular basis and I'm constantly pushing them to start planning for the future. You know, think about where you're going, what you're going to do, what your legacy is, how your business is going to transition. You know, there's there's really three ways that's going to happen. You're either going to sell your business, you're going to pass it down to your family or you're going to uh, and the most unfortunate is going to be you're just going to it's going to wither away or you're not going to plan appropriately and something's going to happen to you or your business and it's, there's going to be no value left so i'm very adamant about encouraging my clients to be thinking 5 10 15 years uh some of the most rewarding experiences i've had has been helping with that transitional uh transition from generation to generation so working with a you know, a dad who has created this business, it's been their lifeblood, it's been their child, and then transitioning it to the next generation to take over. Uh, it's extremely rewarding and, and a, a service that I feel like is very much needed right now. What are the, some of the challenges associated with that? Is, is it the, more, more the, the, the one that's, that's passing it on, backing away properly, or is it uh, also a challenge with people picking up the mantle, so to speak? Yeah, that's a great question. It, it, it's a little bit of both. I mean, there's always an emotional attachment to the business. I mean, you think about it, uh, if you've started something, you're, you're going to be closer to it than anyone else. And so uh, having the, the making a graceful exit for the, the kind of the person that started the business is very important. Making sure things are buttoned up on the front end for the person taking it over. It's you know, whether that be the business is properly capitalized, um, the financing is in the, in the correct order, um, the, the right staff is there to help, uh, making sure kind of everything is buttoned up and then setting the next generation up for success on the front end. 
I used to see a, a, a sometimes a strange difference. Sometimes you'll have people who are picking up the mantle thinking, I don't want to mess up what mom or dad did. Uh, and then there's the others who are like, I'm going to really start to change things wholesale. So I imagine you get the full spectrum of that too. Yeah. And like most things, the answer is usually in the middle, right? You've got the, the older generation that's missing something, be it technology or some opportunity. And then you've got the young generation that comes in and might be a little bit naive and usually six months, a year, 18 months into it. And they're like, ah, that makes sense. That's why things are done this way. So being on the, on the forefront of that and trying to massage that in the right way is, is extremely important. Yep. There's the parable of Chesterton's fence, which is when you see a fence, you don't, when you're not sure why it's there, you don't take it down until you understand why it was put up in the first place. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And what are you finding about the, the, the new generation? Are, are they, are they do, looking to change technology right out of the gate? Are they looking to, to add? Is that one of the things that you're seeing as, as that's the part of that transition? Yeah, I mean, technology is definitely the easiest thing to point to. Uh, it's the lowest hanging fruit. There's constantly new technology. You know, the, the millennial generation grew up with technology, is comfortable with technology, where some of the, the boomer generation is a little bit, uh, a little more apprehensive. Um, another thing that's been interesting to see is, I think, from one of the one of the fallouts from COVID, or one of the the I wouldn't even want to call it a fallout. One of the advantages is it's kind of opened the market up across the country. Um, and I think the millennial generation is embracing that, uh, the digital transformation that's going on there. Un they understand that we're not, um, we're not limited by, you know, logistical boundaries the way that we have been historically. And are fewer and fewer people worried even about wanting to to do their own accounting internally in their organization, especially the mid-sized business? For years and years, that was the, the I think the last whole stalwart of of not transitioning to you know having somebody else just handle all of the accounting needs. Yeah, we're definitely seeing that, and that's been a challenge um, as the labor market has has is shrinking um, across the board in the CPA profession and the accounting profession. People are exiting. Uh, and I, so I think that's the ways we're going to have to be creative. And I think technology is, a, is an easy solution to use. Uh, and I don't think it's necessary. And, you know, our firm's not afraid of it. We, there's some people I hear that are better concerned their jobs are going to go away, that the audit function is going to go away, that maybe they're going to be replaced by AI or robots or what have you. And, and we're, we kind of try to lean into that. We're not afraid of that. If, if there's things that can be automated and done more proficiently, we, we're all for that um, just because it creates scalability and uh, gives us time to focus on the, the work that we want to do, like the you know, transaction work, the advising on non-compliance issues. And Kyle, we have an exit question that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours and why are they a hero? Yeah, that's uh, my my easy answer to that. It's my grandfather, uh, I he was a, a hard worker. He was a farmer. I grew up in kind of in an agricultural town, and uh, watching him work really hard and put his family and his uh, his, his his clients and customers above himself was always uh, something that I admired. And I think it helped form my um, my view of life and uh, my faith and and how I, I conduct myself now. Even as a as a kid, watching him do that was was extremely important and special to me. And lastly, Kyle, how can somebody contact you? Sure. Uh, our website is, is easy. It's marketstreet.partners. All our contact information is on there. Uh, feel free to shoot over an email or uh, find us on LinkedIn. It's Market Street Partners as well in Chattanooga, Tennessee. 
All right. Kyle Bryant, thanks so much for being a guest on the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Hi, thanks. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. 